handling the business here on UJOCast. Hello and welcome back to UJOCast. I am your host, Lorraine, and we are talking anime cons and the like. Now, uh, I want to bring on another, yet another guest. Oh my goodness, so many friends. Um, and he is a guest of mine that is from the Dance Dance Revolution community down here in Dallas. So I would like to introduce my friend, Gregory. So hi, Gregory. How are you doing? Hello. Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very, very good. Um, I wanted to uh, just give you the floor, let you introduce yourself and just give the listeners a little bit of background about you before we start our little question and answer thing. Sure. Uh, so I've been part of the DDR community for a few years now. I've been playing the game. Uh, my first experience of it was at the State Fair of Texas, like in 2000. Uh, I was a little bit young, like around like nine or 10. I was just really enthralled of like the, the, the music and like the different lights and how it's like a stage performance. You know, I'm like, wow, this is an arcade game, but you're, it's like a, you're on stage and everyone's watching like a concert. And uh, ever since then, I fell in love with the game. I've been kind of off and on. I've been playing arcade or at home. Um, just, you know, I play other video games as well. Just, you know, I'm a big gamer, as they say. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'm basically my, my go-to is like Pokemon Go or like DDR. And I just usually stick to those. But those are, you know, you don't need to invest too much in, into a story or lore. You jump in, jump out all the time. And uh, I've just been a big fan of DDR. And uh, you know the community is very welcoming and very inclusive and very loving. And I have so many friends uh, from from here in Dallas and you know all over the, you know, the states and even the world too. So yeah, I I can definitely relate to that because I've met like a lot of my friends playing DDR throughout the years too. I mm-hmm. I mean I'm dating myself here, but I did start playing when I was really young too. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was what, 2000? So 23 years ago. <laughs> Thanks. It's been a long, long time. But you know what? Actually, we're going to a thing called uh, DDR Community Day today. And uh, we're recording before that. But they have one once a month. And I can't wait to mm-hmm. uh, go and see my friends again. It's going to be it's gonna be a fun time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Gregory, I uh I got a little QA for you. And okay. we're gonna we're gonna go through these pretty quick because as you know, as the listeners know from reading the title of this episode, it's about being a handler at a con. And you know a lot about that. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> so the um, you know, now that you guys know Gregory just a little bit. I'm going to ask the get to know you questions because I do it with all my new guests. So we're just going to get right into it. <clears throat> At what age did you get into anime? Uh, when I was 10 years old. Okay. 10 years old. That's a different answer than a lot of people give me. Usually mm-hmm. it's like single digits. Yeah. I mean, I've seen anime before, but I've been like, when did I actually get into it? Get into it? Like, okay, I, I want to be invested in this is around 10. 
Yeah, I I can mm-hmm. see that too. Preteens really gets yeah. you in in the preteens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what drew you into anime? Uh, just see the animation. Uh, just the animation and the fact that wow, there's cartoons that are not drawn like how Hanna Barbera and like Looney Tunes, you know, or like the ser- you know the stereotypical like American style uh, of animation. And like, there's a story. It's not just like oh, here's an episode and like into three clips and like three different stories. No, there's an episodic you know format con- context there. And uh, I just kind of you know got drawn to that i was like oh wow you know it's a new episode new adventure you know versus like oh okay that's it and then you know on to the next right right it's um i i like it a lot because of the um you get invested you know it's mm-hmm. not just like a, a satire clip that lasts 23 minutes you know we all know right, the fillers right. We know right. that anime has fillers and then there's canon, which I just learned about uh, that. Naruto. So. <laughs> Naruto. <laughs> uh, Trigon. <laughs> uh, <Olympus>. um, <laughs> so what was the first anime that you watched? Uh, believe it or not, it was an anime called Samurai Pizza Cats. It was on. Syndicate. Yeah, it was on syndication. Um, on over here in, in Dallas, like WB33 or whatever it's called. You know, okay. It's called CW, CW. And I didn't know what an anime was. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, most people usually say Pokemon or Sailor Moon or Dragon Ball Z, but no, it was Samurai Pizza Cats. And like, I didn't know until years later, it was actually like a parody. Like, that actually wasn't the show. Like, they basically said, do the, whatever the F you want. And that's <laughs> the script was so weird and everything. Like, when you want, I forgot what the actual title the real title, I think Ninja Cats or Ninja Pizza Cats or something like that. And uh, like when you watch it, the sub versus the dub is completely different. Like, like it was like basically like a um, like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh the Abridged series, like the first one. Like basically, uh-huh. you know, they just said, "Hey, do whatever you want." And there was like really weird references, like Madonna and like stuff like whatever that was hit back in the nineties. I'm like, why are they talking about that? Like, what? I don't see that here. You know, it, you know, <laughs> right. when I was a little kid, I was kind of confused, but. I just liked it. I'm like, cool. You know, like they're pizza cats and they're samurai. Oh my goodness. You know, I was like, you know, seven, eight, you know, maybe six. I'm just like on my sister. I'm like, this is pretty cool. And it'll just be on syndication like during the summer. And then like one day it just stopped showing up. I guess they stopped airing it or whatever. But yeah, um, that was the very first anime that I've ever watched. Oh my goodness. I love that title. Like, yes. I want some pizza cats. That's how the little jingle of um, the song. Oh my goodness, you know and the, the jingle. And the, and the guy sounds like the the, the guy from the B fifty twos. Like yeah. Oh, I love it. I want to. I want to watch it now. Does anybody? Okay, I have a question for anybody that's listening to this. Does anyone know where to find that? Do you know where to find that? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Like, there's episodes on there, and uh, um, I think it was on like some app called Retro Crush. And okay. like an official app in uh you know but like I want to get the DVD or Blu-ray, but like there's always like oh the the, the screen looks different because it's not widescreen but full screen. As long as the audio is good, <laughs> excuse me, I'm fine with that. Like I I'm like, oh dude, I remember this as a kid and oh now, my as God. Adult, I, now as a though I get the jokes and just like they're like I whatever say whatever you want in the script. You know, kind of stay within the lore, but there's like a lot of like leeway. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm as soon as we're done with this, I'm gonna watch something. I'm gonna find it on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, 
What is the first anime series that you finished? Trigun. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Did you watch yeah, the new uh, one? No, I've heard really mixed reviews. And then when I saw Vash look like, I'm like, ooh, okay. Uh, you it's... know, don't you know don't don't judge a book by its cover because i've done that before and i'm like i miss out on great shows and like you know at the time when it was like really good and now it's like hard to get into a show but yeah i heard it's actually the reason why i want to go back into it is because it's the same voice actors in it johnny young Bosch. like come on that's that's (laughs) like my that's like my childhood like a teenager like you know i like him and that and like in bleach and you know in other video games he's done voice actors uh voices for and uh, yeah, I remember watching that on Adult Swim. I didn't have cable, but where I lived at, uh, my my cousin did in like in the front room because we all kind of you know shared like a big house together. Mm-hmm. And I used to watch it because on Adult Swim, you know, because we didn't have like you know uh, there was like tape trading back then and like DVD trading, and there was like a yeah. Suncoast, but those are very expensive. Like I don't know if you remember, Lori. But like thirty dollars for like two episodes on a DVD or VHS tape. Like we have it. We're so spoiled now. We I know. So spoiled. We have everything. We have Crunchyroll, Funimation, ten, twenty different apps, and all that. Hulu, Netflix. Back then, guys, you had to buy. Uh, it was like thirty, forty bucks for like a DVD that only had two or three episodes, and if the show was like thirty bucks. That's a lot of money, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially for and a I, teenager too. Yeah, I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, pick up cans, you know? <laughs> I guess. No. I guess you're going to have to pick up some cans. Or uh, find the, uh, the the couple dollars in the in the couch, you know? Like the pennies and all that. Like, what we I got to, here? Yep, we used to do that, too. Like, flip over all the cushions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was a show that I got into. And I just was, like, enthralled by, like, the animation and, like, how, how Vash looked like and how the lore and, like, what's the Western. There's like two sons and, you know, he's a humanoid typhoon and all that. And just, I love the, I love his, I love the the, the English cast in that show. It's so good. It's a timeless classic. And I know people say, take off your nostalgia glasses. I'm like, no, if you can, someone who's never been in anime, you can show them that. It's only like, what, 26, 27 episodes. not very long. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's good. You know, I I enjoyed it and I've gone back to it a couple of times because it's so, it's, you know, you can't beat the classics. You know, it's an amazing, you, uh, amazing you show. You can't, you can't beat the classics. That's that's right. I try to tell people. We, I had, um, I had a friend on, and it it was an episode about um, animation, and uh, we talked about Trigun specifically mm-hmm. because of the way that the animation was versus the revamp what they're doing now. And I encourage you to listen to it. Um, I know we're recording before the uh, before it actually comes out. So once it all comes out, I encourage you to listen to it because we make a lot of really good points in that. Uh, let's switch it up here. Uh, do you remember your first cosplay? Yes, I do. And I really wish I had pictures to like show you. Uh, uh, time. It was I'm really dating myself when I say that um, I was actually linked from The Legend of Zelda or Green uh, of Time. In, in 1999, so I'm gonna date oh myself here, guys. I was 11 years old uh, when uh, that was the case. I think, yeah, 11, yeah. And uh, it was so awesome because I just was, you know, amazed by this video game. You know, 3D graphics were kind of coming in, and I'm like, this is, you know, he's a silent protagonist. Like, I'm, I'm Link, you know. 
like I'm I'm Link, you know, and my mom she helped me make like a makeshift like a like shield like he has with uh-huh. like cardboard cardboard with like a like aluminum foil on it and like a oh, plastic yeah. sword you can get at the dollar store. And like I had to, it was funny because you know how Link looks like, and just imagine Link but with jeans on. So, <laughs> but when you're when you're a little kid, that's all that matters to you. You don't just have oh, to be yeah. perfect. You no. know, and you use your imagination. And I used to go, yeah, yeah. And I try to like targeting and like in the video game, I try and do flips and all that. And it was so cool. It was for Halloween in '99 because the game came out in '98, and I was just so enthralled. And mom. You know, I don't really do Halloween as much because I'm getting a little bit older, but I, I really want to be Link, you know? So we just did our best to kind of improvise, just pretend that I'm Link, you know? And oh, that's I love my first, that. that's, that's my first cosplay. I mean, I know you can say that Halloween, you know, when you're a little kid, you cosplay, but like when I actually had the idea and I just unfortunately wasn't good at sewing or, you know, creativity like that, you know, she helped me and I was like, this is so cool. And I had, you know, people come up to me. Or when we're walking, you know, as in the various houses and neighborhoods, like, oh, you're Link. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, Zelda. <laughs> yeah, Zelda guy. I'm like, you mean Link? I, I get what you're saying, you know? And I had, like, you know, some people, like, when I knock on the door, like, oh, you're Link. I'm going to some extra candy. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you know? I love it. Yeah, That's give, a great. Give me a, I'll take all the Milky Way. Thank you. And the dots. Let me have them, you know? <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. They're like, hey, yeah. wait a minute. You're going to talk. I'm like, oh, yeah, he doesn't talk, but, you know. <laughs> that's so funny you can yeah, keep those good plenties <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but yeah they're terrible yeah, definitely yeah yeah but that's my first that's my first cosplay um <clears throat> so my next question is why did you pick that character and i'm assuming it's because it was pretty popular and you enjoyed the mm-hmm. video game <laughs> absolutely I, I really enjoyed the character I, I resonated with him because he's silent protagonist anybody could be linked and um, I just kind of envisioned myself as him. I'm like, man, I'll be cool. Like little, I didn't unfortunately get like the little like, you know how the elves look like a hard appearance. I didn't have any of that. But I'm just like, you know, I am him. This is this is me. I am Link. Right. And I was just just resonated with him, and I just thought he was so cool. You know, like you know, a sword and a shield, and he just looks badass. You know, I'm like, this is, <laughs> this, is, this, is this is me. This is me. And I'm my little kid voice. You know. Yeah. So how many just, cosplays? have you done uh, about four i don't i'm not really the cosplay guy I'm more of a support you know like in a video game like hey you know are you attacking yes. support I'm, I'm i'm mr support you know they come to yeah. me and then and then when i get ganged up on i i lose i'm like well i'm support i can't i'm not i don't specialize in those you know in those other categories you know exactly so, so don't 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 let me die don't let the healer die because I, I can't do anything you know I'm gonna get yeah you up have- on me. i'm good yeah. You have to practice evasion, right? Isn't that what Sakura learned? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I have to practice all that, you know. Uh, help me, RNG. No, but, uh, <laughs> you know, basically, like, I've just done, like, this four, you know, because I mostly enjoy the con and kind of, you know, if there's people there that need help, I usually, you know, walk with them. Hey, can you give me a water or whatever? So, which we'll discuss later as the questionnaire goes on. But, yeah, I've done it before. Yeah. So which one was your favorite? Uh, this is from his video game called Eternal Sonata. Uh, the main character is uh, based off like a musician, Chopin. I guess I guess how you say okay. it, like a musician. And yeah. uh, I, I wish I maybe I can send you photos or whatever, so you can do like B-roll footage or whatever. But like I have a couple of photos of that that I actually got um, that I bought actually from eBay uh, from a seller, um, a foreigner seller, and okay. 
I really liked it because yeah, I basically that was me because I loved that game so much. I loved that character so much back then. And this is around uh, 2010. Uh, so oh, okay. the game the game came out a couple of years before, but I was just, like so enthralled. So I'm like, hey, I'm working out. I'm losing weight. This is what I want to do. Here's my goal. I want to like you know be actually like dressed up, dressed up like really like a professional looking costume. Really and I do did. it. Yeah, I'm really do it. Just unfortunately, it was stuck in customs for like up until the very end, and oh, I didn't know that. Pain. I didn't know that. And the the when I called uh, uh, the post office people on the phone, they said that oh, we're not allowed to tell you where it's at. But little did I know, it was in my local post office, and it was it was sitting there for months on end, and no one told me anything. I would be so upset. I would be so upset because you don't know if you have to do anything to the the cosplay. Anything. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, it would need to be a little adjustive. I just like, you know what, screw it. So imagine the the, the the conventions on Thursday and I find out like on Tuesday it's been there. So I go rush, get it. It's beat the heck. And, you know, confessing, they got to open up. And, you know, sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, why'd you open up and rip that up? I'm like, well, that's gone. So I'm going to have to improvise. But yeah, it's it, it came out really well. And I got a lot of pictures and everything like that. It just was good. I want to see. You know? I want yeah. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'll send you all the picture of the character and then like side by side or whatever. So, yeah, I want to see that's, it. That's my sure. favorite. That's, yeah, I've only worn it like twice uh, just because, it, you know, uh, uh, some of the stuff shrunk. <laughs> I don't know what uh-huh. happened. Maybe, well, obviously, me, I got a little bit bigger, but um, I just think that, uh, you know, maybe it material wasn't made to be <laughs> the last, <laughs> the last for, three, for last of three days, you know, just because it was cheaply made or something. But I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I, I felt like that was that character. It's something about when you people who don't know who don't cosplay, when you dress up as a character, it, it just like a different feel. It hits different. And you're yep. like, wow, I'm I'm that person. You know, I'm this character. This is so cool, you know. I, I get that a lot. See, now that answer I get quite a lot. And uh it's it's interesting because, you know, as somebody who watched anime as a young kid. I noticed that like you can be who you want to be through cosplay. And, and when you go to these cons, it's so it's accepted because that's just what you do there. That's just how you do it. Right. Uh, so let's see here. <clears throat> do you know what your least favorite cosplay was? Okay. This wasn't, I don't really <laughs> categorize this as a cosplay, but you know, like the, uh, there's various uh, pr- promotions out there like uh, Long John Silver's or like Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, where if you dress up like a pirate or something like that, you get a free item. Well, I basically put on like a bootleg straw hat, like Luffy wears in one piece and just like a random oh. eye patch. And I'm like, hey, I'm a pirate. Or give me free, give me free shrimp. <laughs> so i don't really have a, i don't really have a specific least favorite like hey where's your tier list at greg where's your tier list that you know you see all the time in these youtube guys i'm like no i don't really have a tier list because i really enjoy all of them but uh, that, yeah. i would have to say that's like probably my least favorite just because i was like i can't believe i'm doing this you know <laughs> it's <laughs> for the food beneath. exactly and i wanted the free donut Lori. i needed a free donut <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist because I, I don't think I, I corrected myself. It's actually um a Krispy Kreme at Dunkin' Donuts, the Krispy Kreme with these promotions, like talk like, talk like a pirate day. 
hard. You oh. know, or like Chipotle used to do that too, but they stopped doing they that. They did. Just, I guess. Yeah, I don't think they still do, but I remember going there with my with my mom and my siblings. Like, hard. You know, I'm a pirate. You know, like what the freak? That's so <laughs> freak funny that? though. Arg, hey. I'm a pirate. Free food. You know. Free food. Thank you. Oh yeah, well, oh yeah, walk the plank. Pillaging <laughs> like, uh, on a whole new level. I'm gonna. I have to ask you to leave, sir. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's not pirate day every day, sir. That's right. <laughs> it could be though. <laughs> uh, okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about cons. <clears throat> Something you know very well. Yes. Do you do you remember your first con? Okay. Well, I got to take off my glasses and let you know uh, it's gonna gonna age myself here again. Um, <laughs> 2007. <laughs> I went to Acon. Um, I think it's called oh. Project Project Acon or whatever the full name is in 2007. Yes. So I was um, about 19, roughly, and uh, I I remember hearing about cons, but I thought they were like the only con I knew that I seen was on TV, like on G4, like that video game channel. They talked oh, about yeah, San G4. Diego, yeah, San Diego Comic Con live. I'm like, wow, that yes. looks so cool. I see Batman. It's like in the movie. People walk <laughs> around like him, you know, the Joker and these other guys. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I just thought that that happened only there, and there was no cons here. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you got to There's only one Disneyland, Disney World, Florida, Cali. Pick your, you know, pick your shop. Right. I just thought that was the case. And I remember seeing at the local arcade at the mall I used to visit, like a poster that says, uh, "Come to Project uh, Acon 2003, 2004." You know, uh, sponsored by GameStop and all that. I mean, they had sponsors back then. And oh, I was yeah. like, wow, well, this is cool. What's a convention or whatever? I don't know any of that. And then, like, a couple of years later, like in 06, I started hanging out with a group of friends that used to, that, uh, that go to cons. And, like, you know, if we all pitch in, we can get a suite and it'll be real cheap, you know? And we used to do that. I guess, like, like the, yep. not the presidential seat, the, the executive suite will do, like, the, the tier below that. And like have Dang. twelve people just just go in and just like you know fifty bucks, hundred bucks, it all adds up. You know, back then everything was a little bit cheaper, and uh, we'd just get the executive suite and all that. And uh, they invited me, and I was like, oh, they have cons here. And it was actually at the uh, it used to be called the Adams Mark Hotel, but it's called the Sheraton now in downtown Dallas. And okay. uh, I remember going there and just like like some part of my mind just unlocked, and I felt like whoa you know like psychedelic or something so i'm like wow what kind, of, what kind of world am i in this is so cool i don't want to leave you know i want to be in here forever you know 19 year old kid don't know what he's doing just like not a care in the world and just saying like wow there's like naruto there's you know jiraiya there's you know ichigo from bleach there's all these characters <laughs> that come to life and they're all of them are good, you know, even the ones that are like homemade, they're all good because it comes from their heart, you know, Aww. this is what they want to dress up as. And I was like crying and all excited and just like, you know, <laughs> well, because I, I was like, what, what is this feeling? You know, this is, this is yeah. my fandom. This is what I love. This is what I enjoy. Like some people enjoy X or Y. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. This is what I enjoy. This is what yeah. I love, you know? And right. just basically discovered one of my first loves, you know, besides like, you know, DDR and Pokemon was just, you know, <laughs> going, to, going to cons, you know, and I'm like, yeah. wow, wow, what an experience. And it was only the first day and we got there like three days, like two days in advance. So there was nobody there. 
they were just setting up shop. I guess like the company behind Acom were like, you know, putting up the booth tables and all that. And I see some people dressing up. So when it actually happens, I'm just like, whoa, you know? Yeah. I, and I get that feeling at festivals. So like I have another podcast and I talk about like what festival made me feel like home. So like when I went to my first and only con, I didn't feel the way that you felt because Mm -hmm. it was such a new experience for me. I just got back into anime. So it wasn't like I was there and like gushing like you were. I'm, I feel that way about music festivals because it's been such a big part of my life. So I know the feeling just not in the same uh, area as you, I guess, or the same, you know, whatever. Um, I, uh, and I also love that you said the cosplay comes from their heart when it's homemade. That really, that makes me feel so good because I see the, the homemade aspect of it, you know, uh, our friend Lisa, for example, she shares all that homemade uh, cosplay goodness with us and we get to see her wear it and have such a good time doing it. And she, and she accompanied me at the first con that I went to, which was a con of course. Um, but I, I just love the, you know, you dedicate your own free time to doing something Mm-hmm. like cosplay and then you get to wear it and people know who you are and they want to take pictures right. and it's just such a cool experience. So I'm, I'm so ready to go to, uh, to another con. I'm like itching to go since I've been recording. <laughs> it, it gives you hyped up that you want to like leave and go right now, but you have to wait until they, when they, when it's ready, you know, <laughs> I know but I get it. Some... You, get, you get hyped, you get hyped, but you're like, ah, I'm hyped. The waiting game. I'm so hyped right now. I'm so ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so we touched on what your experience was like, but as a first time con goer, was it overwhelming at all to you? A little bit. Uh, don't I, I doubt you'll get copyright strike when I sing this part of the song, but I'm like, it's like that one song. I don't know what it is. Like when you close your eyes, hey, hey, you know that song? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what basically I'm dating myself because that song never did come out in 2007. But imagine <laughs> that song when your eyes just open up, you're like, what is this world? And it was a little bit overwhelming. I'm not going to lie, because there's just so many people in cosplay. And like, you know, these are their, you know, different subgroups of friends like I did. Like, you know, a lot of people that are con goers, they go with their friends. Sometimes not all the time, but like you see a lot of people in groups and just having so much fun. And there's just so much out there. And this is just the cosplay part, not even like the, the the panels, the dealer's room, the artist alley, you know, the video game room, the whatever, you know, whatever, you know, uh, trading card game area, like all that combined. Like that that wasn't even on my mind yet. I'm just like, wow, there's people that dress up uh, for a hobby and there's places like this in my hometown. Wow. And then <laughs> I see that, that they have like, oh, we're going to go to a panel. I'm like, what's that? I'm just like giddy, you know? I'm like, dude, so, I'm like 19, but I'm 19, but I'm feeling like I'm 11 or 12. Like I want to run around the place, you know, <laughs> you could still do that. That's fine. Of course. Of course. No, I'm not saying <laughs> that, but I'm just saying that it's like, you know, what a feeling. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, what is this feeling? Yes. In my body? 
I'm like, it just unlocked a, a piece of me. I guess that was like kind of hidden away just because like, oh, you're a nerd, you're this. And then now like all these nerds or geeks or whatever you want to say, I say all these, you know, regular folk like me and you just gathered together just to have fun at a convention, you know, all walks of mm. life, you know, doctor, whatever, you know, uh, job, job title, you know, freelancer, this and that. Like, we just don't care about that. We care about, you know, hanging out with our friends and dressing up in cosplay or selling items or being at panels or signing autographs, depending on, you know, if you're a voice actor or whatever. So that's why I always enjoy conventions. It's kind of like all in one package, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many cons have you attended? Uh, 20. Mostly Acon. Yeah, mostly Acon. You know, every year I went for almost every year until like, you know, when the pandemic happened. So I've basically been every time. And other ones in the area, like smaller cons and all that. So Yeah, are you going to come to my con? Absolutely. I'm going to be first in line. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to wear the shirt. I'm going to be the VIP. I'm going to get the VIP badge. I'm going to get the high tier. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna hold you to give that. Me, give me the VIP package, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. See, that's that's all I want. Just a couple of VIPs. <laughs> there you go. Let me uh, get the first in line for the autographs for the panels. Like, hey, I'm VIP. Let me in. You know. Yeah. So the next two questions are: What's your favorite thing about cons, and your least favorite? So quickly rattle off, like, what's your most favorite thing that you look forward to at cons? Uh, just hanging out with friends and seeing the cosplay. And okay. Just going, hey, I mean, look at that character. Look at that character. Or, or whatever. I wouldn't say flavor of the month or whatever is popular that year. Like, oh, look, look at the Blue Exorcist cosplay or, you know, Bleach or that. Chainsaw or Man. Or, right. Yeah, Chainsaw Man or League of Legends cosplay or, or whatever yeah. the case. So, um, but yeah, that's what I like seeing is like when we first get there, you know, when we're driving, we're like, Oh, look at the people cosplaying. The <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like one time I saw like Flavor Flav cosplay like at Acon. Like, hey. He's like, yeah, boy. <laughs> I was like, well, dude, that's so cool. Like that from VH1 is there, you know? That's what I wouldn't, right. that's the last, yeah, I wouldn't think that at all, but there's cosplay from everywhere. It'd be like really obscure cosplay. Like, hey, I'm this, I'm the background character from this episode. I'm like, there you go. Compare. What the heck? You're right. You know? Yeah. You know, yep. you never know, you know? I saw a Billy Mays cosplay one time. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> wow. Wow. You uh-huh. are dating yourself now. Yeah. So your least favorite thing about cons? Oh, man. Uh, just the logistics of having to take uh, parking, leaving, and like cleaning up. And if you got like freaking like coolers, like, oh, it's a pain in the neck. Breaking down the cosplay. Can I just like pay someone to do that? Because I don't like doing <laughs> that. It's like when yeah. you move or when you're having somewhere like I hate moving. I like, you know, when you when you're there after you move, you're like, all right, I'm gonna have it in my room this way. But when you have to break stuff down and move, I'm like, and this sucks. Yeah. It's the logistics, the logistics, like you know, like I said, parking, you're having to get out of the parking lot, a billion people there. You have to basically leave before twelve, you're all jacked up and tired from drinking the night before or having yeah. a party and you're like Running on two hours of sleep on a protein bar, and you have no food in your body, and you're no food in your stomach besides you know beer and a protein bar or whatever, and just trying to get the heck out of there. And uh, you know, that's, and that's the part that sucks. The least favorite is like, okay, now it's time to go back to the real world, and you all get you know sad, <laughs> sad, yeah, the con blues, I guess. Yeah, there you go. And then, 
the last question I'm going to ask you is your most memorable con experience. I'm going to say the one from 2007, just because it's my first time uh, unlocking the 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 hidden feature in my brain, uh, which is <laughs> which is like the the having all the this fandom come to life. You know, the characters right. are coming off off the comics uh, book and off the manga book and off the video game book from the TV into the real world. Right, right, and that I I couldn't have said it any better myself. Yeah. I really enjoyed uh, listening to all your answers. And now Absolutely. that we have been talking about cons for a little while, uh, we're going to talk about something that you know very, very well. <laughs> and yes, that is being a handler. Now, um, I did not know what this was. Uh, and actually, Lisa had said, oh, yeah, um, sometimes you need a handler when you're doing cosplay. And I said, what the hell is that? I don't know what that is. And she explained it to me, but I'm going to let you explain what a handler is. Absolutely. So a handler is someone that uh, basically is there with the, with the person that's cosplaying. Usually something like maybe their cosplay is really like big and intricate and it's like, they need help like moving around or they need help with assistance with uh, like food or what have you, or like, hey, you know, I'm the photographer, I'm also the handler, things of that nature. Um, basically, you're just there for support and just basically you follow them wherever they go for the most part. And mm -hmm. uh, you ask if they need any help or, hey, do you want to go this way or go that way? Basically, like your support, you know, like I mentioned, like in that video game, like I'm a support. I go, I go where the, the, where the head honcho goes, where the boss goes. You know, no <laughs> intended there. So whatever she needs help or, you know, I've done it with my sister too, not just with Lisa. Like, hey, if you need to, let me know. I'm right here. You know, let me hold your purse. Let me hold your drink. You know, you got to take the picture. All right, let's go. I'll hold your backpack, dual disc, whatever, you know, whatever Lisa has, you know, at the, yeah. at the time or my sister. And uh, just basically follow them around and say, hey, I'll get you something to eat. Just hey, I'm right here. I'll do it. You know, basically I'm their agent, you know, for the day. Yeah, you're like security or something. Like it sounds so agent, crazy. Agent security, uh, food delivery. I'm the Uber driver. Sometimes I'm the Uber Eats guy, and that's okay <laughs> because you know they worked really hard on their cosplay, and sometimes they need an extra person. You know, and and I get that. You know, not you see like the really big cosplays, they got to have someone there. It's not a one man job. I mean, it can be, but that's very hard and stressing on right. someone, especially if their cosplay is like super giant. They need like people to help break it down. And like, there's no way that person is going to fit inside the, you know, the, the uh, emergency exit or like the entrance. So they have to come right. in in pieces, put them together and then <laughs> you know, move around and they need a handler, you know, and I get that. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, I've always been a support type guy, like outside of video games. Like, hey, you know, I want to be there for people. And I just think, right. hey, that role fits, that role fits me, you know? Yes. Per perma handler over here. Gregory, yeah. the perma handler. <laughs> Um, so yeah. my, my first question was at what point would someone need a handler? I think you answered that pretty well, but I want to explain something to people. If say the aisles or something are very tight and you need to navigate, uh, that's where a handler really comes in handy because yes. at Akon, I saw chainsaw man. He mm -hmm. could, he couldn't 
there was no function with his hands. It was like basically just chopping the air and he had a chainsaw <laughs> for a face. So like you can't see anything, right? That's so right. That's he, right. He, they, he had actually two people that were guiding him through the mm-hmm. um, the con, like the dealer's room, artist alley. And it was just like, what the heck is going on here? And then Lisa told me about the handler stuff. So my first official question for you is, do you like being a handler for someone during a con? Absolutely. And I'm going to also say to you that it's not for everyone. Because some people are like, oh, I'm impatient. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the dealer's room. I'll see you in a couple hours, and then you just get, disappear and stuff oh, like no. that. But no, I, I've seen that before, and I've been in groups where that happens, and I'm, I get kind of thrown in into something that initially I didn't want to do, but over time I thought about it, and because the person's like, well, Greg, you're really patient. But yeah, it's not about me; it's about you, and I'm here to help you. You know, you worked really hard this cosplay, or you know, however you got it and acquired it. And to be in that role and to be in this costume for sweating for five hours, that's hard, especially in the Texas heat. Yes. The heat, remember Acon, this past Acon, uh, Lori, it was really hot outside. It was hot. Really hot. Damn and hot. People can, and people, some, they need fluids and they need water, Gatorade, whatever. Yes. And just they need food. So that's why the handler's there to help them if, they, if they're in, in a, those big old costumes and all that. Because they're, you know, it's already hot. And in that, it's just like, man. Is you know you just you just asking for trouble with that just because it's you know it's gonna be a lot more hotter than those costumes and yeah. uh, like for me I I know it's for me because I like doing that I like helping people so this is my way of helping out which right. whether it's with Lisa or my sister or other people it doesn't matter you know you know you just say we just gotta have a game plan and communicate with one another say hey, this is what we're doing hey you know tell me where you're gonna go do you want to go to this panel do you want to go you know to the Go get something to eat or whatever. You sit down and say, hey, can you hold this for me? I'm like, yeah, no problem. There's plenty of time for Lisa. Hey, can you hold this for me? No problem. Because that's right. my job. And, and, I, I, and I do that in the kindness of my own heart, you know, because no one's obligated right. to do anything. But I do it because I care, you know, because I want them to have a, a great experience. Yeah. You can't, I, you can't, you know, they didn't invent any floating like little things yet. You know, you can't just put it there and just float away. There, you know? <laughs> We're not, we're not there in technology yet. Exactly. We're not, yeah. we're not there yet, but you know, yeah, Dan, drone, Dan. drones have come a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Jetsons were coming for you, you know, no, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, basically it's just, you got to have someone there because it's sometimes you need more than one, you need, you need a small group, small party, whether it's one person or two. Uh, and you know, obviously I have time for myself too. Cause she's like, Hey, you can go do something if you want. But yeah. Or like we'll go together. Like, hey, can we go to the artist alley? It's okay. He goes, yeah, okay, yeah, and it's fine. But for the most right. part, I'm there to the serve to serve them, and support them. You know, right? What about being a handler can be difficult. Uh, sometimes it can be stressful if you kind of feel like sometimes you want to go do something and you got to make sacrifices for that. And some people think like, well, you're taking it seriously. Well, I do because I, I want to make sure that. You know, these conventions only happen so many times a year. And if that person's making the cosplay and they put their heart and soul into it and they need someone to help them. You know, these conventions, I can always go to another time. And if I want to dress up, that's fine. But my job as a handler is to make sure that they have the best experience. And if it means me holding a purse or a bag for X amount of hours, that's fine because I'm there too. And we have time to do things. Just I got to make sure sometimes, I'm not going to lie, there's times where I felt like, hey, I want to do something, but. I make the sacrifice and know, hey, I signed up for this. I wanted to help this person and I'm going to do it because 
they're relying on me to help them. Okay. You know? that's, how, that's how I look at it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so for anybody out there who has been a handler in the past and found it difficult, are there, um, say, any tricks of the trade when it comes to being a handler? Yeah, give me some life hacks, you know? <laughs> uh, I would think that, like, especially for elaborate cosplays, mm -hmm. you would want some sort of a game plan, right? Right. So, so like, do you have some sort of a schedule that you would like to make? So that way, okay, you know, if you want to do this, we have to do this kind of like be on a schedule. Cause I know that bigger cons, they have a lot of things that overlap yes. and there's a lot of stuff going on. So yes. is there some sort of a game plan before you get into the con as a handler that you like to do or like to have in place so that way you kind of have a direction on where you're going oh yeah absolutely um when i'm with the, the person whether it be like i said lisa or my sister or whomever i usually love to know ahead of time like hey you know this is a panel that i may want to get into can we do that and not then that's fine unless i tell them i really want to can you you know work with me here because it's a you gotta you gotta communicate because oftentimes i see and i hear like i'll see on reddit or message boards back then i'm gonna date myself um <laughs> is like you know my my handler the person supposed to help me they just basically didn't tell me where to go and and i'm like well you guys gotta talk and communicate you know talk with one another you know right. have a game plan like you said because if you don't you're just like you know chickens with heads off like running around like what, what is <laughs> what i do what I, or like the spongebob meme where it's like his brain there's like a bunch of spongebob's running around that's basically yes. what's gonna happen if you don't communicate oh, no. what do you want to do <laughs> like that <laughs> <laughs> but uh right right but like as long as you communicate with one another uh whether it's you know an individual or like a group depending on how big the cosplay is or even if you have like a group cosplay that also can apply too like oh we're gonna go smash brothers characters okay cool but who's gonna be the handler that's a lot of like bags backpacks versus badges phones because you know last i checked there's a lot of cosplay isn't made to put phones in so sometimes right. i have to carry people's phones and I have my own bag, my own sling bag I bring and I, you know, we'll put, you know, their phones in their wallet purse, uh, whatever stuff they need. And um, yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely what I recommend. Uh, if anyone's listening to this and they're thinking about becoming a handler or kind of being like the group helper supporter, uh, I would definitely want to communicate with your group or with whomever you're with, you know, to say, Hey, you know, I want to go to this uh, event or panel. Can we do that? If not, then can we just walk around? Uh, and, and, you know, uh, the dealer's room artist alley. Just have a, have, have a game plan, basically, and communicate. So that's, that's, the, that's the key here. Always communicate. Because if you don't communicate, people freak out and that's how friendships get ruined. Or like, hey, you yes. know, I'm not your friend anymore. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And, and I've been in those situations where people don't communicate outside of cosplay and even in, in groups that I'm not, unfortunately, associated anymore because of communication failures. So. Oh, wow. And, you know, you learn that with time, too. You do. You learn course, that with absolutely. Absolutely. just attending so many of these events. You just learn that this is going to be more crowded or this is going to be the most popular thing that's happening at this time. Like, do you want right. to do anything different? And just that that core communication is key. And I like that. I love I actually really love that answer. So uh, the last question that I'm going to ask you before we end this here is um, 
when I do an elaborate cosplay, uh, are you going to be my handler? <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't I? I mean, we got to communicate. We got to communicate. You heard you know? it here first. You heard it here. If we don't communicate and I start bumping into stuff, that's it. She's gonna bump. Yeah, Lori's going to bump into me. I'm going to get in trouble, you know? <laughs> so I really, really enjoyed having you on. And that was such a, such a great, great information that you gave to us about handling because I literally had no clue. And now that I'm, you know, better versed in what you do as a handler and how you feel about it. Um, I, I feel a lot better knowing that you do it because you want to do it, not because people I have, have deemed you the person to do it. Right. Right. Oh yeah. You're, oh, it's Greg's the neighborhood go-to handler boy or whatever. Like, no, I do this because I have the kindness of my own heart and yeah. you know, I want to make sure everyone has a role to play and I get it. Like, like I mentioned earlier, it's not for everyone. And I'm not saying you have to be a handler. If, you know, if you want to be proactive and do it, just know what you're signing up for and just communicate. And for me, I just do it because I, I enjoy it. And I feel like I'm doing my share of the cosplay by helping uh, a person or a group by doing that and by volunteering. And there's times where I'm at the handler all the time. I just do it. If, if I know ahead of time, if there's going to need, need some extra help, I'll do it. Outside of that, I've been to other conventions where I'm just, it's, I'm solo or I'm just hanging around, you know? There comes a time and place for that. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm okay with that. Because some people will be like, well, you don't get to enjoy the con. Like, oh, I do. I still do. You know, I make sacrifices just like the people have to make sacrifices because they spent a lot of time to make that cosplay or, you know, they spent a lot of money to buy it or whatever the case, you know? And I'm going to do my share by helping them out. By being right. the handler or a support group or like, hey, you know, bathroom break or, hey, you know, can you go pick up some water or whatever the case, you know, get, get the $20 hot dog, you know, come on. Get food, you know? <laughs> oh, no, not the $20 hot dog. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on. I hope everybody that's listening learned a little bit more about being a handler and what it takes to do something like that. And I hope to see you at the next con that I'm at. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. And for the last time, introduce yourself and just say, you know, wherever people can find you. Yeah, sure. Um, again, my name is Gregory. I go by Gregory Bogard on uh, on social media. You can find me on Instagram. I think it's Gregory LW Bogard is the handle. And I think I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not on Twitter as much, but I'm mostly on Instagram just posting memes or like, you know, uh, hanging out with family and friends and just enjoying conventions and all the like. So if you want to find me there, you can. If not, then you'll see me around in the Dallas area if you have to mm-hmm. be at Dallas conventions. Being the, being the support, being the handler, and I'm fine with that, you know. <laughs> remember, remember, everyone, communicate. That's communication is key in everything, not just with handlers, but just in life in general. So. Yeah, and uh, I had so much fun talking to you as always. And I will see you what in an hour or so. <laughs> I think no, don't, don't, don't date this cosplay, this cosplay, this podcast. So I'll be like, I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, thank you for coming back and listening to anything, anime, anything, cosplay, anything conventions, communicate with one another. And I will see you on the next one. Bye.